Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm so glad that you're listening in today. We're going to be interviewing Dr. James Laval, and we're going to be discussing how to avoid colds, the flu, and a very timely subject, coronavirus. Give you a little background on Dr. Laval. Is it would take me forever. He has <laughs> the hugest biography I think I've ever seen, and he's accomplished way beyond what most people in their lifetimes do. <laughs> so I think I'll bring you on now, Dr. Lavelle, and you can inform our listeners on which part of that biography you'd like to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm feeling tired all of a sudden. <laughs> I think I overworked. I think yeah. you did. I mean... This is just astounding. Well, well, thank you. I mean, it's a passion. I've got a passion for helping people feel well. And, you know, basically it's been 37 years now. I turned 60 in a month or so, and and it's been 37 years of full-time integrative care, looking for natural therapies. How do they blend with traditional drug therapies? What are lifestyle management tools? You know, what's the importance of exercise? How much should you exercise? And I've been fortunate because, you know, I work with, you know, Major League Baseball uh, teams, with hockey, with basketball, with the NFL, with uh, the NFL Hall of Fame and working with Hall of Famers. But I also at the same time work with normal population folks that are struggling with, you know, irritable bowel and autoimmune disease and heart disease and diabetes and being overweight. And, uh, you know, I've always had this penchant of combining the, you know, these three areas of academics. So, I've you know, I teach physicians now and have for the last 37 years, um, you know, either in medical school, pharmacy school, as as well as postgraduate work right now. Uh, with being in clinical practice, which even though I'm not in every day, uh, now I still am in a strong couple days a week. So I'm still seeing the problems of what's going on with people. And those problems shift as we move from what I started doing 37 years ago and then I think it's important to understand, you know, where the marketplace is at. You know, um, what are people looking at? What's fad? What's fiction? What's reality? You know, everybody's either going keto, vegan, vegan keto, whatever, right? They're, uh, <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan paleo. I hunt all my broccoli down. Um, so <laughs> it, it, I think, you know, if I had to think about, you know, my my career, it's you know publishing twenty books, sixteen ebooks, four databases, you know clinician oh, of the year geez. for the country. <laughs> do you sleep uh, for integrative medicine? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I do. I try to get seven hours sleep a night. 
but uh, oh, it's moving pretty quick most of the time. So, um, <laughs> but I like it that way. I mean, otherwise, I think I'd, you know, it would probably be dangerous. You know, I wouldn't have anything to do, and that would be a terrible thing. <laughs> they always say, "Ask a busy person if you want to get something accomplished." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly uh, right. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Well, okay then. Let's talk about whatever you choose. Well, I think it's timely right now. Like, you know, obviously I am not an expert in the the pandemic that's going on with coronavirus, but I think what I like hearing, because I'm kind of watching what the media is spinning now, mm-hmm. um, is that we're starting to hear now that, you know, yeah, you know what, during cold and flu season before coronavirus hit, I always had these standard things I told people. Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Try to stay out of the spray range if somebody's sneezing, (laughs) you know, uh, which is kind of good. You know, uh, actually um, do nasal rinses, you know, clear the nostrils out. Um, Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're getting enough sleep because people that only sleep five hours a night are nine times more likely to get a cold and flu bug than someone who sleeps seven to nine hours a night. Oh, didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't realize sleep has a huge impact on your immune system. And 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 so I think for a lot of people they they kind of forget about that. And the other one is is what kind of food are you eating? You know, where are you at with your food? Are you you know, are you eating a lot of sugar? Are you drinking a lot of, you know, fruit juices? Are you eating a high carb diet where your insulin levels are going up and down because you're putting too much glucose in your bloodstream? And in that situation, you do create immune stress. So high sugar, high carb diets are going to shift your immune system. And, you know, so people should consider um, thinking about eating more responsibly. And for their first line of good defense, eat more responsibly, drink more water, get more rest, wash your hands, right? And think mm-hmm. about hygiene. You know, think about hygiene like, you know, hey, maybe I'll do a nasal rinse at, at bedtime. Um, and, I, and I think that starts the process rolling. Uh, and then, then we have to start thinking about, well, what else could we do in order to help people with cold and flu? And, and by the way, I mean, when, when everything I have seen the last 24 hours on, on mm-hmm. the, you know, just what's being spun um, in the media – is that it's older people that are immunocompromised or people that are immune compromised. Well, guess what? Flu virus kills thousands of people a year. Mm -hmm. And we, Mm -hmm. I mean, every year in the U S thousands of people die due to influenza. And it's because they're elderly people. Number five cause of death in, in the elderly is flu. And so they're, they're more prone to have these sorts of things really give them big problems, and it just so happens that we've got a big bad virus, a new one that we've identified out there that's a little bit more aggressive. And, yeah, there's, you know, some young uh, folks that are also, uh, you know, obviously suffering. Heart goes out to everybody that's suffering from this because it's changing the way we do things, right? We're, you know, we're kind of starting to do a more of a virtual world here, and and who knows how how that's going to stick, right? But but the the, the point for me is, is that I think that your best defense against cold and flu season is a good offense. And that good offense means changing your lifestyle. And it's a lot of times people want to just take a pill. Why don't you have a pill to fix this? Well, because you've built this really bad immune system over your whole life by making poor choices. 
And sometimes magic pills don't work when you mm-hmm. have got a when when you've built a foundation or a house on sticks. And and I think that's my number one message I try to get across to people is that you know in general, you know people eat too much, they eat too often, they eat too late, they don't pick the right foods, uh, they don't pick foods that are healthy for them, uh, they don't exercise regularly, and they don't get enough sleep. So if you start there. Um, there's a lot you can do to help yourself become healthier and feel better. You know, those are really good points. Well, yeah. The media, you know, I don't, the media basically isn't being that helpful in a lot of arenas. I find personally, personally that's the alternative world of experts that are being very, very helpful. Right, right. And there's a lot you can do. So, for example, you know, there, there's great – if you get a cold or flu bug, there are great things that you can take, um, I think, that can help you and, – and, and have evidence behind them that can help you overcome that cold or flu. The first step you go into is, well, what do I take to maybe prevent uh, cold and flu, right? And then mm-hmm. maybe reduce my risk of coronavirus. And so, you know, there's been some great studies in the last – I don't know, three years on probiotics uh, and their effect on cold and flu season and on uh, college students, for example. And, you know, so they went, you know, because, you know, I I never get a rat come in and ask me for anything. So looking at rat studies for me, it's kind of short-sighted, you know, no rats come in and say, hey, help me with the flu. Um, It's it's always people. And so I, um, so I love uh, when I see good studies done. And so in mm-hmm. that particular study where they used a probiotic called the Friendly Trio, it's actually made by um, Kyodophilus is the actual brand of that. Um, oh, okay. but they, I know and, and they mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they've done human studies on individuals under stress to see if their symptoms got reduced and their duration got reduced. So the duration was two days less if they were on the probiotic versus placebo, the symptoms and severity of symptoms were reduced by 34%. So it sounds wow. odd. I'm taking a probiotic because, you know, when you think of probiotics in the general marketplace, that's all, oh, yeah, it's for your, for your belly. It's for your belly. You know, it's like if you have irritable bowel or maybe you're constipated, mm-hmm. you have diarrhea, maybe you're being put on an antibiotic or a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug or, or one of the drugs that deplete or change the microbiome, which, you know, it's estimated 25% of the drugs on the U.S. market have an effect on the microbiome. So, you know, so you could have that kind of depletion, but you don't necessarily think of, oh, when I take a probiotic, it helps my immune system. And I think that's where people are finally getting to understand that in your gut, you have 70% of your immune functionality of your whole body is in your gut lining. Mm-hmm. And when and, and so when you have good bacteria, you can upregulate uh, gamma delta cells, which are you know T killer cells that are really good at fighting off uh, bugs, and uh, that can be a huge help. Aged garlic extract does that too, and that's been proven in human studies that you can take aged garlic extract and you can you can take that uh, as a preventative, and it's going to upregulate your gamma delta cells in your gut. 
and that's going to reduce your frequency of colds and flu as well. Now, so one of the big things I try to get across is, okay, so what's your prevention plan? How are you going to eat? How much water are you going to drink? How much are you going to exercise? How much sleep are you going to get at night? Do you want to take some things preventatively that have been shown in human studies? So I like um, probiotics. I like aged garlic extract because they've been proven in human studies to reduce you know, the incidence and the severity and duration of colds and flu. Nothing on coronavirus, just being clear that we don't know mm-hmm. that it helps for that. But, you know, if it helps your immune system, it's going to help you with coronavirus. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think there's really important, you know, like if you get a cold or flu, especially if you get like, you know, if it's a, if it's, you know, the difference between cold and flu. So we should kind of talk about that. Um, cold is kind of low grade fever, stuffy uh, nose, runny nose, maybe a little bit of headache, kind of that upper respiratory stuff. And sometimes that'll lead into the lungs and create problems. And then, then a flu bug is fever, aches, chills, pain. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting about this coronavirus is how it hit, how it hits the lungs. You know, so it's kind of does a little bit of both. Um, so if I'm thinking about what I'm going to take, like what would I take uh, if I got a, you know, felt like a flu bug, probably one of the best studied herbs out there is andrographis, A-N-D-R-O-P-H. A-N-D-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-S, andrographis. It's been studied for flu bugs and was found to be superior even to drug therapy for post-flu recovery. So I really like that, andrographis. Yeah, I wrote a little book called Green Immunity, and it's really kind of a small little book. It was pretty easy. But... um, that was one of the big herbs that we talked about was, you know, andrographis. And, and, you know, there's the standby stuff of do you want to reach for echinacea and what's the quality of the product that you're getting. So you want to make sure you're mm-hmm. getting a, you know, a standardized product and it's of good quality. But, you know, those are really big things to do. And, and you know, even vitamin C status is a big deal. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, people go, well, because how many times have you heard this? You know, is vitamin C the cure for the common cold? And a doctor would say, you know, being interviewed, well, no, it's not. And they're right. It isn't the cure for the common cold. But what it does do is when your body's fighting off a cold bug or a flu bug, it uses up a lot more vitamin C for its white blood cells than what it normally would do. So if you don't have a good reservoir of vitamin C, you can't fuel your white blood cells to go and, you know, knock out the virus. So... It's really one of those things where vitamin C may not be, quote, the cure, but it sure helps you to get over it. Yeah, I I recently read that China's actually doing experimentation with intravenous vitamin C. Yep. Yep, they are. They're using IV vitamin C um, to see if it'll help. Uh, you know, knock out the coronavirus, which it's, mm-hmm. I mean, the chemistry of it looks like it might. Um, so it could very well be helpful. Um, and, you know, we give IV vitamin C here at the clinic, my clinicians do, and we're, you know, we, we think it's, you know, 
it's great stuff. It has a very strong antiviral component. People get over their stuff quicker. I hope it's a, mm-hmm. I hope it's an answer for them, right? I hope it's an answer for people because that's relatively inexpensive and pretty easy to administer, right? It's not, you know, risky. Um, so I really like that. And, uh, you know, let's hope that people are getting great results from it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've had it. I've I've taken vitamin C sure. quite often. Yeah, I have I've, to. You know, tried tried to get over something. It works. It works right? for me. It works for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it works for a lot of people. Yeah, it does real well. Yeah, no, it's a great. Once again, kind of an alternative, you know, therapy that really a lot of people would swear by it. That it it really helps them, and there's some evidence that it has some some good antiviral activity. So you know, why not give it a shot? And I think mm-hmm. the other thing is, is, you know, getting people, once again, it's getting people to understand, you know, your, your metabolism. So the way your body runs today really is the sum total of all of the, you know, metabolic reactions that are going on in your body that have been influenced from the time you were in your mother's womb to today. So what you got exposed to at age six, the medication you were on at age 20, the stress you were under at age 24, um, all these things, it's things you got exposed to, all the things that occur is what creates you today. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to understand that your metabolism is driving you where you're going to be tomorrow. And so if you don't change anything and you already notice yourself being susceptible to colds and flus and you don't feel so good and you're achy and your joints hurt, guess what? Don't expect anything but more of the same as you're aging. If you don't change your chemistry, it takes work. <laughs> yes. And commitment. It really does. It does. A lot of times we want to just have a real quick fix, like you were talking about earlier. Oh, let's just take a pill. <laughs> but right. to change all the, the things that you're discussing, I mean, you have to have a plan, number one. You, I That's always right. recommend that you have a practitioner to help you with it, because uh, you do need that you do need that support. And uh, absolutely, yeah. You can't, sometimes you I can't mean, do people, all those things at the same time, though. Well, I think. Do you, the, do you the, find the, that some of your of your um, uh, clients will maybe do a little bit slower? They'll do one thing at a time. Well, what I try to do is um, so there's a couple things. One is that you know too many people are just up on the internet trying to do things without any real guidance. So I I, I love that you said you know find a practitioner because I think it's really mm-hmm. important. I think that the the next thing is is no you can't do everything at once, but you have to identify the critical areas where your chemistry is out of balance and work to fix that. Uh, because sometimes what happens is people try to do too much, right? They're like, oh, I got to work on, you know, my gut, and I got to work on my stress. I got to work on my toxins. Oh, you know, they're they're doing eight things at one time, and a they can't sustain that. They're taking too much. It's too much commitment. Many times they'll feel poorly from it. But I do believe that you need to do enough that you can feel a difference. That you note, hey. I'm doing this program and I am feeling these things improve so that I'm a big believer in creating targeted programs for people that's organized so that you, at the mm-hmm. end, you know, you kind of rebuild that 
you know, that or remodel that house, right? You're rebuilding mm-hmm. a person's chemistry. And, you know, when we developed the, the metabolic code platform, it's exactly what it was for when we're teaching docs. It's, it's to understand where do you start. You look at labs, you look at their questionnaire, you, you know, it goes into the, the cloud and, and then all these relationships kind of bud and you can see where the person needs to be addressed first. Because many times in our space, the alternative space, people will be like, well, everybody's got to take a multi, everybody's got to take a probiotic, everybody's got to take vitamin D, everybody's got to take a fish oil. By the time you get going on those four pills or four bottles, there's a lot of people who are new would say, oh, gee, I've kind of got pill burnout already. You know, they're not used to taking anything. So I, I agree with you. I have people, mm-hmm. depending on how sick they are, um, try to try to do one or two things right uh, and build on it. And, of course, the sicker you are, sometimes the faster you have to move with somebody to get them well. Now, you do this at your clinic, and where is it located? Uh, we are in Foothill Ranch, California. So we are, okay. yeah, in Southern California. And, okay. and we're training doctors all over the country um, how to do these kinds of evaluations. So if you know people looked at metaboliccode.com, um, which the new website's going up, they'll they'll see oh, we're training doctors, training doctors all over the country, and uh, obviously trained doctors at A4M, which is the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we so we're we're pushing really hard at being able to have a national network of folks doing things in a systematic way. Mm, fantastic. Yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, and I, and I think it's important for people so they don't feel like they're just taking a bunch of stuff and they don't know why and they don't have clear guidance. And I'm not trying to say by all means I have every answer. I just know that a lot of the docs I've taught over the years, they come mm-hmm. back to me and go, wow. Man, what you told me to do for that really works. And then they build on it and they create their own little added, you know, kind of spin on it, which is all that's fantastic. I love that. Um, but but it's I think it's important that we start to create more systematizing because the one legitimate, you know, the I think big legitimate criticism of of you know what we say is alternative medicine is you know you think about it. Um, if you go to someone, they may change your diet. They may mm-hmm. have you do some deep breathing or make you go to yoga or do something like that. Uh, make you hydrate. You could be on three or four different vitamins. You could be <laughs> doing different exercise. So true. So all of a sudden, you've got this black box of what you're trying to prove is working for that person. Now, and while in medicine, they want to say one drug, one effect, but see, the reality is that model's flawed, too, because... There's a lot of people on six, eight, ten different medications, and there aren't any, stu- any studies. There's no studies to show the mixing of all those meds. You know, that, that's that's been my criticism of you know everybody that comes at, you know, when, as I taught at pharmacy school and I taught at medical school. That's you know, right. People would come to me and go, "It's not evidence based what you're talking about." And I'm going, "Well, you're not either because I see all these people <laughs> with six and seven medications. There's not a single study to put those seven meds into one person. There's oh maybe gosh, studies on one it. or two. Or maybe uh-huh. three, but there's never studies on five meds being given at the same time, and that happens all the time. 
So we're playing All Russian roulette, whether we're using vitamin D or we're using Lipitor. You know, mm-hmm. it's still, it's mm-hmm. still, we're still in the, you know, in, and we're still, you know, kind of drowning in the water trying to figure out how to keep, get people to feel better. And uh, that's what we did when we developed the Metabolic Code cloud-based platform is it's, a, it's like a repository to track everything a person does so that we can then look at their outcomes and go, who did better by what therapies, including, you know, breathing, including deep breathing, because I know my Apple Watch tells me when to breathe now, which I think is so exciting. I actually, now I don't forget to breathe, which is great. Um, so what program is it, that? But it, but it, well, it's you know when you think of it, it's it's like Apple Apple Watch. It, it tells you to breathe, right? And I always thought we were well, supposed know, to like breathe. I know it always breathe, tells you to right? stand. It always tells me it tells to stand. stand. It does, yeah, uh-huh. it tells you. It can tell you to breathe too. Then you'll know. Ah. Hey, I have to stand up and I have to breathe too. You know, and I think it's crazy <laughs> that we're you know we're we're at that point where we are you know making a watch remind us that we need to breathe deep. Well, why do we need to breathe deep? Because <laughs> most of us are under stress. So our sympathetic nervous system tightens our diaphragm. We shorten our, our lung capacity. We make more lactate. And when we make more lactate in our, in our muscles and in our cells and in our tissues and in our bloodstream, we get more anxious, right? So I agree with them that they should, you know, you know maybe have a billboard up every, every five feet. To <laughs> make sure you breathe. Make sure you breathe. Um, but, but, but it's all a part of this, right? It's a part right. of understanding that we're complex beings. And you know what? If I get an ammonia, there's a good drug to fix that. If I get an infection, I got it. If there's, you know, I mean, I'm not um, by any means being, you know, downplaying the value of modern pharmacy. All I'm saying is, is that in general, we really want to like, for the example of colds and flu, like I said, eat better, drink more water, get more rest, um, you know, maybe take aged garlic extract or take the friendly trio, whatever, do, do that. Um, and then track what all of that's doing for your health mm-hmm. so that you can really begin to understand, you know, what am I doing that affects my health? Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think once again, we all get trapped, as you said, um, we all get trapped into that, you know, Everybody wants to do keto. Everybody wants to do game changers. Everybody wants to do game changers keto. Everybody, you know, everybody, it, it's like this thing of, you know, wanting to follow a Pied Piper or follow some universal truth. And the universal truth is in, in you. you. You have to dig into your, and I don't mean that like psycho-spiritually. I'm talking about for your health. You mm-hmm. have to be the one that empowers yourself to say, I'm going to learn how to be well. And I think cold and flu season is just a microcosm of that because people go roaring into the fall. Man, we got Thanksgiving, we got the holidays, stress, you know, budget, uh, eating wrong, lots of parties, staying up late, <laughs> and we just set the tone for the rest of the year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, and, and then there's the – the flu stew that occurs, right? The flu stew. Our kids go back to school in September, and then they just start passing that bug around that just occurs oh, exactly. from September to March. You know. What have you so, What have you found that that helps with the flu that kind of hangs on? It hangs on in in people's chest, et cetera. Because I've noticed that with uh, a lot of my friends that have have had the flu, like in January, and they're still. Right. 
in March, they still have a little cough and they're still got a little congestion. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you, what do they do? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I, I would go back to try to get on things that support that gut so that your immune system starts to reset yeah, itself. Right? So get back on some probiotics. And, okay. and I, I mean, look, I love aged garlic just because it makes so much sense. I mean, there's 800 published studies. It protects your arteries from placking and helps with your your uh, blood pressure. I mean, it's got mm-hmm. so many benefits. It's like, why not do it? And then, I mean, what, you know, one of the biggest remedies to help with that post-viral cough um, is andrographis. Uh, the other okay. one is English ivy syrup. English ivy syrup. So English, you know, ivy, like, you know, yes. like uh-huh. uh, as in the, uh-huh. the the plants we want to cut out because they over. <laughs> right. 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 English right. ivy, actually, uh, the extract is a phenomenal uh, agent to help normalize the lungs and reduce the mucus production in the lungs and to, and to, and to minimize cough. And that's even available in traditional pharmacies now. So you okay. can walk into like a CVS pharmacy and you can find you can find the brand Zarbees, Z A R B E E, and and they've got English Ivy syrup uh, in there in the set at CVS, and that's a great. I'm telling you, it's one of the absolute best things I found to help people with their coughs over the last, you know, 37 years. Oh, that's it's amazing. That's very very valuable information. Yeah, and it works. I mean, I can just tell you that I rarely have someone come back to me and go, you know what, that recommendation you made to me, it didn't work, right? It's like, oh. it's like, it, it's like one of those deals where it almost always works. Uh, and uh, and I think those are the things you have to get after, like taking some vitamin C. And sure. and then are you sleeping after you get a post, after you get that virus? Do you go back to your old ways, not getting enough sleep, pushing hard, being tired midday? Maybe eating, you know, eating on the run in the morning, or not even having breakfast in the morning, and having your four cups of coffee, and of course stopping oh. and getting your one oh. raspberry drizzle latte, <laughs> whatever. Uh, right? Oh. I mean, you know, are you mm. doing that? I'm wondering why you're not getting better. And and that yeah. that's the stuff that I think it's important for people to understand is there's got to be a shift uh, to help us be more resilient to colds and flu because it's coming every year during this time of year. I mean, there's no way to get around the fact that. September to March, it, it's it coming. Just, it'd just be great to have these things on hand. Absolutely. You know, things in your yeah, medicine absolutely. cabinet. Absolutely. I think it's um I think it's essential. I mean people mm-hmm, should really mm-hmm. try to start thinking about how do I you know, how do I prevent? You know, how do I really maximize myself? And I think that's one of the biggest, you know, things that I like is that, you know, when you look at um you know, even 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 if you're going to take probiotics, if you're going to take probiotics, try taking a little bit of fiber too, so that you can actually, um, you know, allow the probiotics to be fed and and keep in your belly. You know, don't don't live on sour gummy worms, right? I mean, it's it you you really need to make sure that uh, that you're getting the you know a, a healthy diet all the way around. So, you know, leafy greens, for example, are high in prebiotic fiber fiber mm-hmm. that feeds mm-hmm. the probiotics um apples you know really good mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. artichokes really good so i i think it's that once again it's that um we've just been conditioned here that you know run hard until you break right run hard mm-hmm. until you break and when you break we have xanax and prozac for you but just like dispensing <laughs> pads just boom there you go <laughs> 
But I, I, you know, what's funny, because like, I talk a lot about stress, because stress is a huge component to why people get sick. Of course it especially, is. Yeah, it's just, it just really messes with your immune system. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, because I always try to, I, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati College of Pharmacy, and we had a very rich, I actually took, I graduated so far uh, long ago that we actually had pharmacognosy classes still. And our or in organic medicinal wow. biochemistry. So we were actually oh my gosh, studying that's plants. So wonderful. I'm a healthy sixty. It's uh <laughs> you're still sixty. So you probably um, so look anyways, you probably look forty. <laughs> uh well honestly that's what everybody says. It's true. I mean I, it, that is true. I will agree with that. Um but the point is what we um what we've lost is like when you look at traditional cultures, in every culture since the beginning of recorded medicine in mm-hmm. every culture, all right, there is the most significant herb. And no matter, you know, it's like the number one herb, right? The king herb. And I don't care what culture you look at. I mean, Tibetan medicine, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, uh, Aboriginal, Native American. I, I don't care where you look. Um the most valued herb in every culture since the beginning of time are herbs that help you cope with stress. I think that's out, that's amazing, right? That we've known yes. forever that stress has this huge impact on us. The difference is that we would be given adaptogens by our medicine man or doctor of, in mm-hmm. those cultures, and they would be to prevent the effect of stress from bringing us down. Whereas here, basically, what happens is, you know, we, we run real hard, the stress gets us, we start getting anxious, we start to panic, we start getting, you know, depressed and flat. And we walk in one day and our doc says, you need to be on some anxiety meds or you need to be on, uh, you know, an antidepressant. And I, and, I, and I think that's culturally the difference. And that's why we're having, we have big problems, in, and I think in the modern world, with fighting off colds and flus, we're, we're not as resilient um, and part of it's because we just don't take the, the prevention side seriously enough. True. Very true. Culturally, we just may very well change, just like you were talking about earlier, just because of what's going on right now. It, 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 I think it's a very potent catalyst. I, I, I think it's going to be a very potent catalyst to, to what's going on. Yeah, because people are starting to go, hey, I, I, you know, one, gee, am I going to have to live like you know, in my house and and be a, you know, tele lifer? You know, everything's going to be through mm-hmm. Skype, <laughs> or, or 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 you know, I'm never, you know, I mean, we're social beings as humans, and so yes. I, I think it would be unfortunate if we move that way. Um, but I think that whole aspect of maybe I need to start thinking about how to take care of myself. I do mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. that is resonating with folks, and I like that. Uh, it's about time you know, 40, almost 40 years in this business. And it's still a very eclectic group of folks that either get sick, like they really get sick and they need help and they're not getting help. So then they reach out to a, you know, kind of an integrative or alternative right. or whatever you want to That's call right. it, practitioner. Or you're kind of, you know, um, ahead of the curve and understand, and at least in my opinion, ahead of the curve and understand the value to it and then participate in it. And, you know, Mm-hmm. I always tell mm-hmm. people, you know, it's that old saying, you know, new ideas don't get accepted, old people die. And, you know, we're we're at that point where 
patent medicine or prescription drug medicine is what's been taught here for the last 100 years. But there's all this tradition behind it of natural compounds, and it's all surfacing now. And we're getting younger people interested in eating better, taking care of themselves. The only thing I would say that the problem is, is you get a lot of Internet pundits that it worked for them, so they think that that means the, that advice works mm-hmm. for everyone. And, and that that's where it gets a little edgy because I really think people should – do a blood test, go to a practitioner, find out if what's working. Perfect example. I, have, I find people all the time. I just did one today. He's a medical doc, actually. Looked at his labs from a month ago. Um, he's eating a very ketogenic diet. His lipids were horrible, and he wasn't feeling good. And, yeah. and, and so I changed his diet up and just because he had certain gene snips that would say don't eat a high-fat diet. And and uh, which were pretty pretty heavily recognized, you know, that they were going to cause heart disease and dyslipidemia if he kept it up. So so we changed it up, and I talked to him four weeks later. He's like, you know what, my mood's better. No, I gave him stuff for anxiety too. I gave him a botanical for that. But he goes, you know, I'm feeling a lot better. And it's like I think we have to stop thinking there's one way that we have to figure out what our way is in terms of what we That's eat right. and how we respond to it. So. I think it's oh, you know it's easy to right. I mean, oh, absolutely. I so I so agree. Now, um, earlier you were talking about the garlic extract. Did you say aged garlic extract? Aged garlic. So it's garlic that they take. It's actually I was in Japan for the International Garlic Society meeting, and uh, oh, you? they have over yeah they have over eight hundred and fifty published. Yeah, it was about I don't know a couple three months ago, maybe four months ago, I guess. Oh my god! But I was at the I was at the international um, garlic symposium, and you know, aged garlic extract has 850 publications on it, on helping wow. everything from cold and flu, meaning when you take it, it mm-hmm. upregulates your gamma delta cells, to reducing oxidation of your lipids. So that means you're not going to plaque your arteries. It helps to reduce bone mineral density loss. Um, you know, it helps with blood vessel integrity, so the the pliability of your blood vessels gets better. So I really look at um, you know aged garlic, and and there's you know one company makes it, Wakanaga makes it, uh, and it's one of those things that is is a it's a powerful natural compound for the issues that face people today, because when you think about it, people you know people have still have heart disease, right? One out of yes. every two people over the age of 55 have hypertension and, and, and have heart disease. One out of three people have eight, from age 18 up. So, you know, blood vessels, being healthier, plaquing less, having a better does, immune system. Does it help all, with adrenals? Would it help with adrenal issues? It does, it does a little bit because it helps that's to reset the central nervous system, and that's why the, the, the blood vessels get uh, more relaxed and blood pressure comes down. So it does have a little bit of a central nervous system effect. If you're really looking for adrenals, um, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to build up your cortisol yeah. or trying to or, or trying to lower your cortisol, if you're trying to build up your cortisol, then, you know, deglycerinated or, or like regular licorice is really um, pretty good for building up your cortisol. And then I use, mm-hmm. um, I use a medical grade, uh, food grade gland extract from New Zealand, just called Adrenal Cortex, and that really helps bring your 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 uh, 
you know, adrenal, your cortisol up. The only thing you got to worry about in those cases if it's a low yeah. cortisol is you always have to ask somebody, well, is it because of a traumatic event? Because people that have like PTSD, it flattens their cortisol out because their brain doesn't want to, you know, experience that kind of fight or flight response. So it alters the mechanics of your adrenal glands pumping out cortisol. But if it's if it's absent of that kind of thing, like a PTSD kind of thing, um, then it's just how do we rebuild that function? Because a lot of people talk about adrenal fatigue. Um, you, you, you really don't get adrenal fatigue. It's a good marketing term, but yeah, I've heard medically, that. yeah, yeah, it's a good marketing term. But it really all of your all the adaptogens that are supposed to work on your adrenals, actually, where they work is on your brain. So where where you really need to repair your energy and stamina and adrenal response. It's a, it when you're taking things for that, you're typically taking things that are altering the kind of the neuroimmune signaling of the brain and and reestablishing kind of normal flow of information from the brain to the adrenals instead of like the circuit breaker, you know, either blowing mm-hmm. or riding too much energy, too much adrenaline, too much noradrenaline into the adrenals to pump out all that cortisol. Wow, it's fascinating. I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> but we don't have we don't have ours. <laughs> oh, I'm hurt. I know. <laughs> well, what else would you like to cover? We have we have a few minutes left. Well, I think once again, I mean, with everybody that's you know out there, they're worrying about coronavirus. I just think it's really important for people to understand uh, one your proactive stance in your life towards your health is mm-hmm. your best offense. So yes, wash your hands. Yes. Drink plenty of water, you know, distance yourself a little bit from people that are sneezing. Um, yeah, limit travel if you want to for right now, while it's all, you know, kind of, you know, working itself out, but just realize that, that, you know, you, in the end, um, we just have to try to get the strongest immune response as possible. And if we can get that, uh, then you stand a good chance. It's not just coronavirus. You know, influenza virus, take, like I said, takes out thousands of people every year. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. maintaining a stronger defense. And don't forget about vitamin C. Don't forget about andrographis. And certainly don't forget about taking aged garlic extract and taking things like, uh, you know, the friendly trio, the chiodophilus, because those are the things that have good evidence behind them that could help you in a preventative way as well as in a, in a, you know, if you do get sick. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. That's, that, that's the big one. I mean, I, 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 um, there, there's so many topics and areas that I discuss all the time with folks, but this is top of mind on everybody, right? Like, what do I do? Of course. And, uh, of course. and please get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, why don't you tell our listeners uh, how you can be reached and uh, your website? And where is sure, book? they can. Oh, I've, my books are at Amazon. I've got uh, actually two books coming out this year. Uh, one is the Metabolic Code, kind of 2.0. I initially wrote Cracking the Metabolic Code in 2002, and it's um, still pretty relevant. Um, but I've updated it, um, and then I'm writing a book on sports performance, on you know biomarkers for sports performance, how to really target your you know and optimize your health if you're going to be you know exercising, training, being an athlete. Uh, so JimLaval.com 
L-A-V-A-L-L-E. Um, people can go up there and they can see the books and they can see where they can, you know, do all that. And then, of course, if they're interested in our cloud-based informatics system, uh, it's just metabolickcode.com. And I think I'm, uh, I, I have to be honest, my, I'm just starting to do media. So I am on Instagram, uh, at Jim Laval. I am on um, Facebook. Twitter? Not too much. Okay. And I am on Twitter. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So people can find me on there. Okay? Okay. Well, thank you All so right. very, very much for taking time out of your day. I don't even know where you found it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it but was worth care. it. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. That wraps up our show for today. Um, join us again next Wednesday. We always have great guests and we always have vital information for you. So until then, please be well. Bye bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? The contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. The information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. We're simply sharing knowledge and information. We encourage you to make your own health care decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified health care professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.